Crowpod contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anyone, but what is suitable for everybody is the great stuff from our friends at the famous iconic wear for bears. Go check out the famous uk. Great stuff over there. And if you want to win some stuff from them, scroll down, hit the buy me a coffee link in the show notes on this episode that you're listening to right now. We give away stuff from them every single month here on the Crowpod. So check them out. The famous uk. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not following your line of question. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me No Questions here on the Crow Pod, 5th of October, the day after Anfield. And, uh, well, you know what, guys? Look, the Canadian's back this week, but I promise you, Peter, Peter Ewart, he doesn't get to go back. We're not putting him back in storage, right? We, we've Peter is staying with us. So, Peter, hi. Welcome. Hello. I'm I'm, I'm not treating it as a relegation, even though it it, it kind of is. <laughs> in, in, uh, in, in, in honor of one of the highlights from Anfield, Last night, can I say hello, particular hello to all the specky bastards listening? Um, <laughs> because I think this will turn into a bit of a specky bastards uh, show uh, or series. So, yep, um, hello and much love to them. <laughs> As a former crow powder, made the highlight reel for anybody watching on television last night. I, I, I think. Uh, well, either you know or you don't know, but let's. <laughs> Goodness. It was an absolute joy to see. And then I thought, yeah, that's great. I was like, actually, I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was sitting at the pub with my guys. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, not not a not a great day yesterday. But, you know, look, we told everybody we're going to bring in more content, more shows. And trust me, I got a bunch of stuff planned between now and the weekend. So if, if you want Crow Pod, you got it. But back for this, don't ask me no questions. If you weren't here for the first episode, it's pretty easy. We talk about shit, except uh, I ask the questions and try to make Peter answer them. So uh, that's that's about it's about all it is. I mean, it's it's not bad. That works. All right. So this is uh, well, fuck it. Let, let's just dive right into it here. Like I said, we try to keep these ones a little bit shorter. So uh, Peter, given that Ross Wilson's initials are RW, how is it <laughs> we haven't signed a right winger since Daniel Kandias left? <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, Tillman on the right wing. Uh, in fact, Tillman in any position where he thinks he needs to run around a bit. Um, I guess we get to that that August sign where Tillman had uh, completed the comeback against USG. It had all been good. Uh, and then I don't know what happened. Um, come the 1st of September, it all went a bit quiet. Uh, Tav, I think, Still looks injured. Um, yeah, his numbers yeah. from last night. I think it was nine completed passes, ten giving the ball away, or yeah. 
like that. Not at all good. Tillman in front of him is no good and never a right winger. Uh, that's that's I mean I just don't get you know I think me and you talked about this in the show with David like you got Sakala there who at least can play on the right wing yeah why 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 are we you know Tillman's Tillman's not a winger he's he never did that coming up through the Byron system he doesn't do that for the United States he never did that at any level in the United States like at any of the national sides or you know or well obviously switching from uh from Germany but um, it's, it's, it's not a natural position for him at all. And it, it doesn't work. I don't understand. Like we've seen it and we know it doesn't work. It's not going to suddenly click. No. And, and uh, I guess it, it, it's the whole thing at the end of August, everyone's give Byron the money. Now it's like, okay, there must, there must be a reason that Byron haven't just given an option that, that, you know, that they will be selling or getting rid in the summer. I think come what may, so um, I think we're beginning to see work rate as a bit of a flaw. Yeah. Um, but again, not really a right winger. Matondo, um, again, going back to why is Schalke selling us one of the next, or who was two or three years ago one of the next big things, why are they selling outright at €3 million? Euros? Um, I think the off-field stuff may, may be beginning to come through. But actually, when he's been on the park, it's been pretty sensible, and he's been played down the right. Um, although last night comes on for Kent, actually gets gets the byline, uh, and you know things start to happen as soon as that substitution happens. Um, I still have hopes for Matondo, whether it's left or right. Yeah. Um, but we need to keep, or he needs to keep his head screwed on. Uh, the chance of getting to World Cup with Wales, I think he, he was certainly aware at the last international break with them. So um, certainly up until a month's time, there's a big carrot for him. And if I was Geo, I'd be looking to exploit that in a rather big way. I think it'll be grand for us in the league. Um, has already some assists uh, was against Ross County, but certainly played very well. Uh, and needs needs more game time, and I think Kent is almost giving Gio the excuse he needs to give Matondo more game time. I still don't know. I mean, Kent's name's automatic on the team sheet, no matter what. So yeah. I, I just think you know, last night the thing that killed me, right? You you have to get at least a point to even have a chance of you know finishing third, right? And obviously, with oh, that's just it's not going to happen. But you, you got it. You got to come out. And do something the second half that's that you have to get at them. You have to score, right? You you had to get a goal, and I, I, to me, because we've seen Morellis do it with with the Gerard sides where you can push him out. You know, it's almost an inside forward off the right. That th- to get Sholak on, bring Tillman inside, you know, and, and and take off one of the take off one of the midfielders that we have out there just sitting in the middle of the park because none of them were really doing anything to get the mm-hmm. ball forward. Uh, and then leave Kent doing what he was doing out there. But, you know, I, I just, I mean, that it was like for like changes again. I don't get it. Yeah. You know, you're chasing a game that you absolutely, you have to get something from. Like you, you, you have to get at least a point. And of course, right out, give away the penalty there, which, well, that, that'll just bring us to the second question. Despite playing in a back three with, uh, with Connor Goldson and Ben Davis on Tuesday, Will Leon King's shoulders ever recover from the uh, from the load Geo asked him to bear out there? <laughs> well, I mean, certainly um, thrown in at the deep end. Uh, no, no deeper end. I don't think you could get. Uh, he, he, I mean, 
in spite of the penalty, and I think that that's a blip. Look, that that's going to happen against yeah. better, quicker players. That's well, you're you're, play, you're playing one of the best front threes yeah. in the world. I mean, what you know? Come on. <laughs> but uh, I think him and Goldson look really, really tidy. And uh, I know it was three, but you know, Davies. Uh, okay, you probably can't get away from him giving away the free kick that that caused Trent to come up and make it one 0 I mean, okay, a, a fantastic free kick, a fantastic free kick from him. But one that probably shouldn't have been given away. Uh, yeah, I think King's future should be bright, but we've been yeah. here before, we've seen it, and uh, young centre backs have disappeared into the ether. Um, hopefully, not this time. Uh, and I think if he gets a run with goals and in the league, certainly, because uh, I don't think we'll see three again in the league. No, um, holy then, fucking better not. <laughs> well, indeed. In, in, indeed. <laughs> Although, I mean, again, do we get to a point where Tav? probably misses some games in the next month to try and shake whatever it is he needs to shake because we need to give him the best chance to come back in December all guns blazing because it's just nowhere near that at the minute. Well, I, I, you know, it's it's always one of those scary things. I mean, like, well, Stephen Naismith is one to think of. I mean, Tom Lawrence was obviously playing through something and now we're going to be without him for however fucking seven to ten days right it's like jordan roster all yeah over again. and i mean but, the, the 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 thing you miss with lawrence is that dig in midfield and and that sort yeah. of natural press um to see our midfield sitting off three or four yards uh every time in the first half yesterday and poor davis didn't know whether to go and press and then just get passed through i mean it, it yeah. the gaps uh, were so big and so easy, and the passing just kept coming. Um, to get out 2 0, Jesus, uh, thank God for Shagger. Um, <laughs> because it was a it, it, it could have been different, I won't dwell on that, but it could have been different. There's another thing, Shane, that 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 um, I actually noted down making notes for um, the, the, the big crow pod, but but never really got to. There seems to be a propensity, particularly this year, to take the 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 yellow card of the 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 tug in the shirt or the tap in the ankles if somebody's gone by. Yeah. Lundstrom was another culprit of that yesterday, um, and it was needless. Uh, it was absolutely needless uh, because he was nowhere near last man. It was well inside Liverpool's half, um, and. Uh, that put him under pressure on, on, I think, about 35, 37 minutes, somewhere around that, on a yellow card, playing against that midfield. Your game has to change after that because you're walking a tightrope. Well, I mean, he wasn't particularly doing much before that either, and that just made it, yeah. No, and... and what, Whatever and, it was, it became less effective right away. But 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 I don't know if this has been a tactic or... or has been talked about because it's the one that got him in trouble at, at, at Hibbs, the sending off that was yeah. downgraded the yellow card. Goldson's been at it this year, has been booked a couple Ta- of Tavernier, times. Ta- Tavernier didn't do it at Ajax, but did it at the weekend against Hearts. Yeah, so, so it, it, it it seems to be a theme, and it, it's like, lads, the alternative, and Lundstrom has paced. We saw that last, last year in the likes of the, the Leipzig games. Lundstrom has paced to burn, so rather than take the lazy tug of the shirt or tap of the ankle yellow card, why not run after him and see what happens yeah. there? You know, and, and and give people the time to get back in and track back and, and rather than just go lazy, because that I'd, I'd I'd like to see a lot less of that. 
Well, I thought you know one of the scary parts of that too. And I was talking about this on uh, on Monday's uh, secondhand news. There's uh, Lindsey Heron's podcast, the the referee one that he does with uh, Conroy. They're, they're talking, and Scottish officials are talking about like they want the option of that being a red card that that mm-hmm. they can make the decision on the park, and that's horrifying in this league. Yeah. I mean, that's that. Well, it, it's the thing with VAR too because. Bar will not. I, I don't think Arfield's goal would have put in, put back on because the call on the park is no goal. There has to be a clear and obvious error, or the referee didn't see it. And can you? I don't see Kevin Conley sitting in a VAR booth going, "Yeah, no, we'll put that one back on." Well, and the that, same with you know, if if you turn these, you know, the professional foul into an optionable red card offense, that's that's not going to go well, and that's not something that VAR can take care of because that's the referee's interpretation on the park. Yeah, and 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 you're asking the current set of Scottish referees yes. to to identify a clear and obvious error. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean Steve McLean who can't even, you know, play an advantage. That was, <laughs> We've it, got like a 4 on 2, like I mean, come on. I mean, look, let let's give him a modicum of credit. Um the the assault by Devlin, he was straight yes. in, straight red. Yes. That yeah. that's absolutely right and proper. Everything else, <laughs> uh, it was like, oh god, really? And these these guys on a grand again to be this yeah. bad. Um, yep. But then, of course, you know, it's it's not it's not pay by performance or the chances of being popped down the league for you know maybe a, a one set of fixtures is there possibly, but you know that they're going to come back around and and you will see them again. Um, we go back to. No scholar and and yes, there is a there's a VAR point in this to a point, but no Scottish referees at the World Cup. Yeah, um, I mean that that sort of tells you everything, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, because if there was a really good one, um, I think they would probably work with them to sort the VAR aspect of it out and bring them rather than just say actually not. Nah, there's 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 no one can go. No, I mean, I, I think the only other, well, who was it? What game was it that Atwell had at the weekend down in England? I mean, oh. he got, he, he, he's he's been on a run lately where you know, like, he's going back down to the championship for a little while. Like, was it's that, just not, it's bad. Was that the Palace Chelsea? Or that might have that? been. No, might, yeah, it no, it was. Yeah, because, yeah, he did. What, the Tiago should have been? I, I don't know. I mean, that, I think it was, was it Marison who was calling it, but saying that that's not a record. I mean, to me, even if you're not going to give him the red card for the last defender, he handles the ball twice, so that's two yellow cards. I mean, yeah, it's, so, I think it's pretty easy to make that decision there. I I I uh, I, I will take that back for Stuart Atwell because it was the Leeds Villa game that he made. Oh, that's right. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> just just cards. Every, just fuck it. Fuck it. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what I saw. Here's a booking. Like yeah. that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So good old Stevie G involved in that as well, and uh, yeah. Leeds. Leeds get a man sent off for a second yellow for not retreating ten yards at a free kick. It's like, <laughs> come on, this is twenty twenty two. But I mean, the, the well, that particular shit show I think goes to, or the, the the VAR experience. You know, last year it was offsides and other yeah. things. Yeah. That sort of seems to be resolved now. Where we've had bits where the 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 refs are being told, you know allow some physical contact it is a physical game still but we're still going back to these painful two three four minutes or longer to review stuff and you know those in in theory those refs are really good um and you're going to bring it up here with 
training designed by the SFA <laughs> and 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 you're going to let it loose midway through a season. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, our constant, constant want to change the rules of the competition midway through a season. Oh, yeah. You you start a competition with a set of rules that everybody agrees on, and then you play the competition, and then that's it. And if you want to change the rules, you do it next year. You know? Unless unless the rule is, like, causing players to suddenly die on the pitch or something like that. You don't don't fuck with stuff like this. And, and, you know, they, they wanted to rush it in. Last year, but couldn't figure it out. Thank God. Not not that it would have fucking mattered, but you know, you know, again, here we are again. We're, we're going to do this midseason. Why? Why? Well, I, it, it, it can't. It, and again, the the problems the problems last year were the problems that we've had for two years running. That the clubs, a lot of the clubs, don't have the camera positions. I mean, this this straight out of straight out of people at Irox, folks. The the reason that was delayed for so long is because there's so many fixed camera positions in Irox and Celtic Park that don't exist in all the other grounds. And they couldn't mm-hmm. come up with a standard set of, you know, we're going to use six cameras in these positions in every park or whatever the hell it is. Because obviously at IROX or Celtic Park, when you've got 18 to 24 cameras, you've got a lot more views of something. And they, they couldn't come up with a standardized set of camera positions that work at all the parks across the league. And, I mean, we, we've we've seen it in England and elsewhere that actually um, choice of camera positions doesn't necessarily help no <laughs> so no so so having the volume of replays and things to go back and look at how many times have you seen sort of monday night football talk about oh well it doesn't look a penalty from these three angles but this is the killer angle and it's a it's a definite penalty from that one it's like well is it because yeah you can see three other angles that tells you it isn't so again you're back to what's <laughs> clear and obvious and what's clear and obvious is that nobody's got any bloody idea but yeah. I, I mean i i a pound um, for the excuse for VAR being delayed. I mean, I, 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 I have my doubts that we'll see it in January, but let's let's see. Yeah, I, I no, I mean, well, I don't want it because it won't work. But <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think they're going to have it ready to go. Not a chance. Yo, everybody, Pete, let's a quick break here. We're going to come right back for part two. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, welcome back. Part two of Don't Ask Me No Questions here on the Crow Pod. And of course, as always, you like the shows, you like everything we do, scroll down, hit the Buy Me a Coffee link, or go to support.thecopelandroad.org. Give us a hand. There is bonus content now that, you know, if you're a member, uh, you got you got a, a special uh, show this way. Peter, it was actually a, a, a little bit from one of the original Crow Pods, and there was one that you weren't on somehow. So don't don't worry. It, it, uh, <laughs> nobody's going to be chapping your door. Uh, I can't guarantee you as much for Chris, but... Um, you, you- you delved into room 101. <laughs> oh, well, and it was uh, it was from the week. Um, let's see what what I just said. The share issued failed. Uh, King had pulled his funding. We just paid off Ahmad. So yeah, it was uh, 
it, it, okay. it was a fun one. It was a fun yeah. one. But uh, yeah, so if you know, people ask all the time, what was the show like? If you if you sign up as a member there, there's going to be some extra content every once in a while, stuff like that. Um, I was trying to do a live show yesterday, and uh, ooh, that, that, that Zoom is a hellhole. So, but once again, friends, don't let your kids anywhere near Zoom. I don't even care if their teachers want them to use it. Don't do it. Keep them away from it. But we, we, we have, there's a ticketing system that we can use. So basically, if you sign up as a supporter or a member, whenever we start doing some of these, you'll get a, you'll get an email. Just say, hey, come on in, you know, and we'll do the, we'll do the shows there with you guys. Um, and also, of course, we give away stuff from the famous every single month. Uh, so uh, everybody, I think I got a hold of everybody from last month. I'm still waiting for a couple of people to get back. So please check your emails if you uh, did sign up last month, because there's a couple of you I need addresses for to uh, to get your stuff into the post. Peter, hello. We were only going to do three, but 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 I have one more here that cropped up on on the back of uh, what we were just talking about there. Here's here's Robbie Nielsen talking after after the match at the weekend. The man sent off after. 30 minutes so you play against good teams if you do that leave yourself 60 minutes to play against 11 men it can be very very difficult you know it was a disappointing thing today I thought that there was to go very early we responded the final moment wasn't quite there for us today we got any good areas didn't quite take it but ultimately the you know, red card kills it yeah I think it's a red card you know I think you know could the referee have handled it differently maybe maybe but you know I've given them an opportunity to send them off and I can't really argue with it what, what <laughs> possibly could Stephen McLean had done differently outside of, uh, you know, is, is, anybody listen to the show Monday? I went back and, and found the uh, Crocker's play-by-play there with Allie. Even Ian Crocker knew what the fuck was about to happen because you he, saw Cammy Devlin turn from 20 yards away and go on a dead sprint to a guy who's got his back turned to him, trying to shield the ball from a defender 60, 65 yards from goal. And we uh, Crocker go well. Here comes Cammy Devlin. You know what that means? <laughs> it's like yeah. what? What the fuck? I I get I get managers speak. I do, but that's the kind of shit that puts us in the positions that we have with these referees, where they're constantly under pressure, no matter what the fuck they do. I mean that that, that was a violent attempt to severely injure a player, and thank God it didn't come off. And it's not the first time Cammy Devlin has done this in his career. The um. The only thing McLean could have done differently is to march him over to the nearest peeler, get him handcuffed and put in a wagon and take <laughs> away. Um, the idea that that was, and, and, and you, you nailed it. Um, even Crocker was in the adamant. It was a red card. So there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's case closed. What, what, what could he have done differently? Uh, absolutely nothing. He didn't give him a, a, a decision to make. It was, it was straight. It was, you know, it was complete rush of blood. Player, okay. I mean, we've had instances in Scotland, and and don't we know it where players get a reputation, and sometimes that leads to colours of cards being different because of reputation, but not on this one. This was so bloody obvious, um, and actually fairly lucky that that that, uh, that there wasn't a serious injury came out of it. Um, but no, I, I think Luke Matondo does well not to, well, does well not to to play act or do anything that that could have gone further. No, I you know I mean obviously it fucking hurt. <laughs> you oh yeah, you know, and I mean he's gonna take there and take that. But even Geo out after, I I don't. Oh my god, you don't have to say anything, right? We just did a whole episode about how much uh, you know it costs nothing to shut up, you know. 
Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to get, I, I talked to him and told him, you know, you, you've got so much in your game. You don't have to be this kind. Well, for one fuck off, Gio. You've never, you've probably seen him play for fucking 40 minutes your whole goddamn life. You don't know what kind of player Cammy Devlin is because he wouldn't say that. This is the kind of player he is. But two, don't, don't come. Why, why, why would you say that instead of saying, you know, this kind of shit can't be tolerated. We got to fucking protect. My players need to be fucking protected because this kind of shit happens all the time. That's that's the response. I am so God damn it. Just shut the <laughs> fuck up. Every one the, of his press conferences pisses me off anymore. <laughs> the the um the thing that made me smile though was that as 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 one um as one hammer thrower gets sent off, they make the substitution to bring herring on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we have like for like, and actually this one's bigger. <laughs> so Oh man. All right, well, let's let's get to the last question. Let's go, going back to Tuesday at Anfield, uh, obviously, you know, some of this came up on Twitter before the match, and thankfully, people are still talking about it again today. It's it's a problem that we've seen. It's a problem that keeps reoccurring. Peter, when is UEFA finally going to murder another group of supporters? Oh, I mean, they're absolutely doing their utmost, um, and you kind of wonder. Well, I see the sort of and and. There's been other on social that we won't go into, but you know, both clubs have had serious, uh, fatal, yes, um, things go on. Uh, but but certainly, uh, they've had such difficulty with it. And I think somebody brought up that Liverpool rightly are are going after UEFA for what happened at the Champions League final in Paris. Yeah. And, and and rightly so. I mean it was an it was chaotic. I, I saw I can't I can't believe you know the, the kind of limp wristed response that we had uh, for some of the shit that went on in Seville. Yeah and and you know perhaps history repeats because we, we, we didn't go in guns blazing. Um right. but 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 certainly to have and I mean even go back to the stupidity of the ticket allocation. Why does ticket allocation take so blooming long for away fans on the day of the game? Um, notwithstanding that, to take so long. And I think somebody quoted a, a, a steward to say, well, look, if, 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 if you can't get by, just push through to the front. It's well, like, yeah, that, that was our, our buddy Graham from the famous uh, uh, Champions League vested steward. He said, quote, if you can't make your way to the front, just push your way through. The, and, and the... <laughs> With the history of both clubs, to even think that or to let alone say it is just um, way, way beyond the pale. I think it's really going to have to take a crush. And, and look, we go back to um, the the terrible loss of life we saw across in Indonesia over the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Circumstances, dear knows, but certainly involves heavy-handed policing, tear gas. Yeah, launching tear gas into a crowd, and then people only not having one gate to, for people you know, to try to get out of. Yeah, yeah, and 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 making human barriers where barriers didn't need to exist. So fault there, but it's really going to have to take people being seriously injured or worse um, uh, for something to happen about it. And we, we've we've been here before so many times. That's the only conclusion you can draw. I mean, seriously. It's so bad. It happens every time. It seems to be yeah. getting worse and longer. Uh, you can only really praise the patience of the away support. 
um, that because of the history of the club, because they've been here, there, and everywhere, and you know, they've they've kind of seen it all in terms of this stupid policing and stupid stewarding, that 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 nothing worse happens. But unfortunately, if you keep going like that, it's only a matter of time. Well, and uh, you know the sad part is too. You know what will happen? You'll you'll get a you'll get a Heisel or something. You know that that will be UEFA's fault. A situation that they created by their own accord. Um, obviously, you know the, the Champions League final. I mean, I, I remember just seeing the pictures on television where you've got it was about a, a 15 meter wide walkway, and then you park two vans in it, sticking yeah. out into the middle. So you funnel people into like a two meter wide space, and then. Again, right after that, it's not like they kept that channel up. It wasn't like that was the walkway for the, you know, that they were trying to get people into that space. Get, no, it just opened right back up into a 15-meter wide walk. Like, there's no purpose to this stuff. And what they will do, when it does happen, and it's going to happen, I mean, we can't, you can't keep playing with fire like this. And it's, it's going to happen at some point. And, you know, all I'll tell you, like, you get some fucking Parisian cops or some of these, the, the ones in Spain, you know, that's all it's going to take. And UEFA will respond by banning a nation from competition instead of accepting blame that they continue to create these situations. Of course, Hillsborough was about getting in and out of the match, but right. this this was very much you know at, at the turnstiles. And again, it seems to be allow people to sort of go 15, 20 wide to begin with. And then the funnel gets smaller and smaller and smaller with what what looked to be maybe one, possibly two gates to get into. Yeah, um, yeah. Again, know, I'm I'm looking at Graham's picture here again from outside last night, and it looks like about two turnstiles that you can get through there. Yeah, I think it says you know. gate eight. So, so yeah. um, it, how many times does history have to repeat itself? How many times do you need to have? I mean, and 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 I wonder do UEFA even contemplate the idea of a near miss? Uh, you know. Because I, I, I think we could chronicle them over our away supports experience, even since, you know, coming back to Europe this time around. Right. Um, so if if surely near miss needs to be a thing, because, um, well, at least that's not the real thing. And as you say, um, lessons n- not only need to be learned, they need to put into action. And you know, who are these Champions League stewards, they, they, they uh, the, get a the, thing this, on them. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's always, well, you know, anybody who's watched like the, the Woodstock uh, documentary that came out on Netflix there, it's like you put you put an orange vest on somebody, that doesn't qualify them to do this kind of shit. No, you know, no, no. That's, that's and, not and, how that works. <laughs> and, and and the pay grade is not particularly high. So No, uh, yeah, I'd say what, a zero-hour contract for about seven pounds an hour probably. So, so, so you're not going to get the, the, the most proactive thinkers on the planet helping out let's put it that way no well and again i mean look if you're uefa you had to delay your champions league final for what an hour and a half wasn't it two hours that they had delay? i can't i can't remember how long it was because of this it it, it probably should have been my my recollection was it was slightly shorter than that (laughs) no idea i don't know (laughs) um but but again it's as 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 seems to be the way with uefa it's everything you can just about get away with yeah. Um, and we need to stop thinking in terms of, well, if we can just about not get people seriously injured or hurt, then that's okay. That is not okay. Yeah. That's it. Don't ask me no questions here for, like I said, the 5th of October. Uh, play, play more Crow Pod coming. Actually, me and Gary Havlin are recording 
finally finishing the Rangers from Sea to Shining Sea episode about Winnipeg in 1954. We we, we started it. Um, well, it was it was back around uh, the, the time of the Queen's passing, and so getting scheduling around them was brutal. And then, of course, Gaz got got the COVID finally, so he he was down hard there for a bit. We're, we're coming back to do that. We got plenty more shows coming before the weekend too. Uh, and of course, Todd the Canadian is back. We will have Todd Van Allen back for everybody. If, if you if you you know your Canadian withdrawals and everything, don't worry. He's 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 got he's promised. He's got denim on top and bottom. Ready to go. He's he's coming back with a vengeance. So that that'll be coming uh, Thursday. But uh, Peter, of course, you can always find on Twitter at Seasider06 and pretty much everywhere Rangers are playing. So thanks again, Peter. Cool. Nice one. Nice to talk to you. Absolutely. And like I said, we'll be back with more Crow Pod. Uh, well, wherever the hell you found this one. So we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. Yeah. You can't be fucking serious at all. 